All right. So, first episode of the NAFTA podcast. NAFTA being short for nobody asked for this at all. It's two Americans take on the English Premier League. Uh, my name is John. Joined here with Michael. Go ahead and say what up, Michael. Hello, everybody. Uh, we are definitely not soccer experts. Kind of giving you uh, a fan's perspective on the league, how it's going, what we see is going to happen, our predictions is what we're going to get into today for the Premier League table, uh, and hopefully throughout the season, just giving you some recaps week by week uh, of what happened, what we think needs to be improved, what we think is going on in the league, some transfers, some results, uh, and giving it to you from a fan's point of view. I personally am a Man City fan. Uh, Michael is a big Liverpool fan, so our bias will definitely show itself at some point, probably at the end of this podcast where we predict who's going to finish first and second. Um, but throughout all this, uh, we're going to give you kind of our takes of where each team's going to finish. Anything to add? Uh, I don't think so. I think he kind of covered everything. Yeah, he's a fountain of knowledge, people. He's, he's, he's a great co-host <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, you're a, it might not be uh, you who is the soccer expert, but speak for yourself. You know, I feel like, yeah, I, I, feel okay. like I know know what I'm talking about. Huge, Everything huge, I say huge is Huge expert. <laughs> a huge, huge expert over there. Perfect. Um, so how are we going to start this off? We'll, we'll go alphabetical. Um, we're leaving out Man City and Liverpool for the end uh, to give you our predictions there. But... As it so happens, the first team, alphabetically here in the Premier League, Arsenal FC, after finishing eighth last year, um, Arteta, I feel like at the end, kind of got some people going on the team, got an understanding of, of how the team's going to play. Um, Michael, where do you see our buddies in London finishing? So I have the Gunners uh, finishing in fifth. Like you said, uh, Arteta has kind of like rejuvenated that team. I feel like it's always been an effort thing with them. Um, and now, you know, they're Aubameyang's a captain. He's kind of leading them uh, from the front. Uh, and I think, I mean, I, I don't personally love the Willian signing. I don't think they need another winger. They have Pepe, yeah. they have uh, Lacazette, who's really a, a striker, but, you know, whatever. Um, the Gabriel, I can't say his last name, Mag Magales guy? He's a center yeah, back. Nice he, little Brazi the Brazilian coming in from France. I literally read it the first time when I was doing some research on this, and I was like, oh, of course, another French guy coming into Arsenal, right. but he's Brazilian. <laughs> okay, so, so he, I mean, he's going to be better than what they have. I mean, it's not that hard to be better yeah. than uh, the, the past defenders that they've had. Um, they got to keep, you know, their best players. Bellerin might go to PSG. They can't lose him. Uh, but other than that, I think... I have them at five. I think they are one of the more uh, of those classic top six. I think they're kind of trending in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. I actually have them in six, which goes against me just agreeing with you that they're trending in the right direction with the top six. Um, but, you know, the, the guy coming over from Lil, I think hopefully will play a key role. Um, they are going to be playing in Europe, though, which I think will, like I said before, hurt them in the league. Um, yeah. Definitely need to get a little bit deeper, but one of the signings that I do like 
is actually the uh, Pablo Mari from Flamingo. He is a former Man City uh, Academy player, which, of course, they never make it out of their in-Man City uniforms. Um, but he's pretty decent. Uh, they had him on a uh, loan last year. Only guy they really lose is Mkhitaryan, but that's kind of yeah, addition by subtraction. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> addition by subtraction there. Um, also, they just got to get a little more consistent. Uh, obviously, at the end of last year, Arteta with the wins over Liverpool and Man City, and then abruptly losing to Villa like right after. Like, right, that's know, what it's about. That's something you know, that they got to figure out as well. You could win a game, but can you win every single week? Anyone can win week, a game. Yeah, week yeah. after week, you know. Anyone can win a game in this league, but it is. It's the consistency. Um, playing in Europe, it's already going to be a condensed season, so that's why I think I had them sitting in sixth. So, uh, moving north uh, into um, the Midlands, let's go with Aston Villa here. Uh, last year, Villa just survived in 17th place. Um Newly promoted team. This is going to be their second year. Hopefully they can figure it out. Uh, stay up again. Um, I mentioned this to you, obviously offline, but love the owners, American owners. Wes Edens, met him before. He owns the Milwaukee Bucks. Probably pretty disappointed that Giannis uh, is a number two instead of an alpha dog in the NBA. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but maybe he has an alpha dog in Jack Grealish. Um, I think it's key for them to hold on to him, right? Uh, I right. think he makes the team go around. Uh, there's obviously some chatter about him bouncing, uh, but you know, I think I think that's key for him to stay. What's your take so far? So um, they didn't score a lot. Uh, they most certainly didn't. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They didn't uh, defend very well, obviously. Um, but I think if if there's any evidence of defense keeping you up. You know, I think you need offense to win, but defense keeping you up, Sheffield United, I mean, 39 goals both ways, scored and given up, and they were, what, like, eighth or something, ninth? I think I like what they've done so far, uh, transfer-wise. They bring in, they've brought in all defenders and a goalie. Um, yeah. And Matty Cash, if Jack, Jack Grealish goes, Matty Cash will... Uh, Continue the Jack Grealish hairstyle for Aston Villa, as we said, <laughs> as we said offline. Um, but then Ollie Watkins too. I mean, if you're gonna put 34 million dollars into somebody, uh, it better be a pretty good center back. So I, I think, I think they're gonna stay up. I have them, um, I have them 14th. I like Dean Smith. Mm. I think that's that's if they keep Grealish. Um, but I have them staying up. I think they were better than what they showed last year. Yeah, I, I have them at fifteenth, uh, and you know that is surviving again. The only way that they are going to peak up into you know top twelve, let's say, is if somehow they get someone to emerge as like a goal scorer, as like right. someone who who can be on the side of Grealish, who can score goals with him, that can play alongside him and be. Um, you know, an attacking presence with him. Uh, we always talk about this where it's like there's certain teams that even if they're sitting in 17th, 16th, 15th, 14th, wherever, that you just hate playing as, like, your team going to them. Like, Burnley, perfect example. I never feel that way about Aston Villa. Nope. Just never do. So um, having another attacker would be huge. And I think, like you said, 
the perfect step for them to survive for another year is shoring up that defense. Uh, and I actually think that they did that this time. Um, back down south, on the coast, Brighton and Hove Albion. Uh, the, the Seagulls, I always predict them to get relegated. Uh, they never get relegated when we do this. Um, maybe I've learned my lesson this time because I have them in 17th. Uh, and the only real notes that I had, and it's not really even a note, it's just that, you know, Graham Potter and Brighton are just cockroaches. They don't die. They never get relegated. They're always going to find a way to win. Um, but I do like that they at least got a few new faces in with the transfer market. Um, the couple guy, the, the, the guy from, uh, AX, uh, Veltman, um, just, just changing up. I think that, they do have a pretty good scouting team because they always do seem to find those guys that are going to get them to not finish in that bottom three. Um, Obviously, I think it's no different here. What do you got for for Brighton and Hove Albion? So for for Brighton, I have them in 18th, getting relegated. Um, Oh, man. I could see... There's like four teams I could see getting relegated. I think my bottom two are like in stone getting relegated. But Brighton is... You know they're they're up and down. Um, I think it's all dependent on uh, Neil Mape. I mean, he was their their guy last <laughs> year, scoring. Yeah. And if there is, yeah. if that's possible for Brighton, like you know somebody who who's a scorer for Brighton in the in the Premier yeah. League, um, it's all dependent on if if he is is as good as he was, ten goals, three assists. I mean, that's that's kind of a tough ask for them. Uh, I don't know. I, I think they're going to get relegated. I think this is the year. Yeah. It also, you know, losing Aaron Moy, a mainstay, anytime <laughs> I'm watching yeah. the Brighton and Hove Albion uh, game, you know, that just has to be deflating uh, in general. Um, so I could see that, like, a loss of five points just on that, uh, on the face of that alone. Um, but no, Brighton, have them in 17th. You had them, what, in 18th? So going yeah, down? I, I like Brighton, but I mean, they're just, I don't like watching them. No, like they're cool. You don't tune into Brighton. They're conceptually yeah, you don't cool, tune into Brighton. but I don't enjoy yeah. physically. The idea them. of it's cooler than it actually is. Yeah, true, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Um, team we mentioned earlier, hate going to play them. Hate playing uh, hate, at Burnley. Hate, um, hate them. The what was it? Two years ago, made it into the Europa League, um, and you know, last year ended up finishing tenth. It's interesting to see where they're going to end up now. One of my key notes I had here, Sean Deitch, just to me, is a bald Louis C.K. Always like to think of that. Uh, it's probably just going to be another consistent year in Turf Moor. Like I said, you're, they're going to beat some teams that they have no business beating. Uh, and then they're going to lose some games that you're sitting there and you're like, I thought I had Burnley figured out, and they just can't help themselves. Uh, yeah. They're going to let in like three goals to West Brom or something like that uh, and, and take an L that way. But I had them in 12th this year, um, falling down a few spots. But again, I think that's exactly where they're going to end up in that area between 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, maybe even. What about you? I have them in 12th also. And I have them in 12th because I don't think Nick Pope is going to be as good as he was last year. Um, yeah. He had 15 clean sheets last year, which was second 
behind uh, your boy Ederson. Um, and I think if he is, they're going to be better. And also, I think if Nick Pope is as good as he was last year, then Jordan Pickford has no business being the England goalkeeper. <laughs> Jordan Pickford may have no business being the English goalkeeper because of Dean Henderson anyway. But, uh, yeah, no, I, oh, true, I, yeah. I agree. You know, 12th, 12th seems about right for them. Um, just another consistent, consistent mid-table finish. Uh, again, they're hate a going to Turf more. They're a staple now. They, they are. They are a staple in the Premier League now. Like, I, if you told me... Like, I, I felt this year when Wigan, not Wigan, uh, when Watford went down, I was like, I was kind of shocked. I thought they were a staple. I thought they were going to be in the Premier League for a longer time. I think Burnley, for sure. You made you gave me a look. What's this look? Watford. Not, not dude, a big Watt Watt fan? They're, what are they? They're, they're like You don't horn- like the Hornets? They're Hornets, but they're also like moose. I don't know what they are. How, who are we to judge as I, Americans what these British teams do with their logos? They're not dude, even called I, logos. It's a crest. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I was just like anti-Watford from the, from the beginning. <laughs> I, I thought think. Watford was pretty consistent. No. Troy Deeney? Come on. Who would have thought they'd have I love Troy Deeney. No one else, though. Yeah, so Burnley, as we said, both say they're going to finish 12th. Um, moving on down, back to London. The team with the most to lose. Easily the team with the most to lose. The team with the the most expectations put on them. Uh, the team where if they don't perform this year, their coach is trash. I'm saying it. Their coach is trash. Wow. He's got, he has all the pieces. He's got all, <laughs> he, he does has Lamps the, not have all the pieces? <laughs> he has all the FIFA pieces, dude. His FIFA team He's is a fucking the, FIFA manager. <laughs> He's a FIFA manager. It's Come crazy. on. Uh, Chelsea coming in last year, finished fourth, um, adding every <laughs> buzzword player that you can even imagine. Kai Havertz coming in recently. Uh, people even forgot that they fucking signed Akeem Zayic. Um, ben Chil- or Ben Chil- yes. Yeah. Um, Timo Werner. Uh, one of my below-the-fray pickups that they have that I love, uh, Malang Sar from my French team, uh, Olympic gymnastics niece, uh, <laughs> I, I watch some, some these games every once in a while. I think he's pretty good. I don't know. He might get exposed in the Premier League. There's always that that risk. Uh, and then all they lose, honestly, is Morata, uh, Pasalik. Is that how you say that? Pasalik. Uh, um, yeah. And then Willian. And, you know, Willian again. I think may not have gotten a fair shake, and I thought he could have fit in a little bit better, but he's a little old. Their attack is just so young. If Tammy or Mason Mount... Uh, gets more consistent, and if what we saw with Pulisic at the end of the year uh, continues, sure. You you want to say something? He's the new number I've, ten, baby. I'm, Pulisic. Yeah, they gave him the number ten. Oh, that's just terrible. So that's that means he's going to be very bad. Yeah, this is awful. That's the worst news I've ever heard. Worst news I've ever heard. Um, I haven't finished in fourth yet again. Uh, obviously, high risk, high reward. But like I said earlier, he's got all these pieces now, man. If he can't figure it out, if he doesn't finish third, then I think there's an issue. I haven't finished in fourth, though. Yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense there. But <laughs> I'm saying if he does oh, in their eyes. You think it's going to be In an their issue? eyes. Yeah, oh, okay. if, if, if he doesn't finish third, because, all right, you don't beat Liverpool, you don't beat Man City, that's totally fine. He doesn't finish third, 
there's a problem. The, I, I think you could honestly argue if he's outside of the top four, he's not a very good coach. Yeah, I mean, if they're outside the top four, that means, you know, pick, take your pick. Arsenal, Wolves, Spurs, Leicester, you know, were better than him this year. I'm going to get to that. Better than that team, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, if you just, like, this is literally, you go into FIFA, you financial takeover, you buy all these At people. twice. You financial yeah. takeover twice. And you and you set your team up and you go, okay, let's just sim this season. I have, like, all these 86, 88 overall people. I'm going to win it all. Like I it, still do the training so they get the 90s. Yeah, yeah. I got you, man. <laughs> it, it, isn't, it isn't how it works. It'd be great if it did because it would be super easy. Um, but if it does work. But if it does work and, you know, they get Conte back, who's healthy. Um, I mean, they could be very good. Uh, even if they're very good, I don't think they're they're better than Liverpool or City. Um, but yeah. I think they're close. I actually think they're like within ten points of second. I have them at third. I don't yeah, think they're going to be I, that I good, like, but I think they're going to be better than United and everybody else. I feel like each team outside of that top two, whether it's United, Chelsea, Arsenal, uh, I won't include Tottenham because I don't think they're there right now but but those three that are normally in the big six that i just mentioned they all have tremendous upside and then they all have like a fatal flaw it seems um that could totally derail you know everything that they have dude we uh, forgot tiago silva them, so oh yeah i think he's kind of old i, I mean know. he is old he's not kind of old he is old but like He's better than, I mean, is he better than Rudiger? Is he better than Zuma? Better than Christensen? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, but th- there's also the, there's the stigma we always talk about where it's like, I, I, f- I love watching the French League. I don't think the players in the French League are that good unless they, they are that good. Like, like, Lacazette, most popular ever French player, French League player to move over to pr- Premier League, has been good he's not been incredible game changing yeah so and that's why i always say if gabby jesus ever wants to go play for lil he'll like lead the fucking league in goals <laughs> i'd put my word i put my life on it um but yeah where'd you have chelsea finishing third yeah i'm third had him fourth um but it definitely going to be an exciting team to watch definitely uh want to tune in there just to see what's going to happen um staying in london Let's talk about Palace, my second favorite Premier League team. A total disappointment. Um, I, it's got to be the year that Zaha goes, I, I think. Um, Jordan I use another year older, which isn't a good thing uh, for them. And I love Roy Hodgson. I love Uncle Roy, but you know, I, they, I want to see them have some sort of a plan, whether that be like, hey, let's get some younger players and develop them and then have the London clubs pick them up or, you know, just, just some kind of direction. But I, I think Zaha goes, uh, they finished 14th last year. I got him 16th this year. And I'm actually kind of concerned that if he does go and they don't have any type of replacement, uh, they could be looking at a championship season next year, buddy. So uh, where do you have Crystal Palace? Um, I have Crystal Palace 17th. I actually can't. Ooh. I can't justify putting them above Brighton, even though I have. Like, I don't know why yeah, they're better exactly. than them. Exactly. Um, What's our argument for? What's our argument for Crystal Palace? Um, my argument for Crystal Palace is that even 
how bad they are. When Liverpool has to play Crystal Palace, they have to go to Crystal Palace. I'm like, this it is sucks. this is gonna suck. Like it's just gonna suck. It sucks. And yeah, it's the worst. I mean, I, dude, I don't know. I mean, I don't love Hodgson. Like I think he. There's so many managers that I think are, if you're struggling, you bring them in and they can kind of keep you up afloat, like for yeah. five games or six games or something like that. But he's not yeah, somebody yeah. that you're like, okay. We're gonna back your vision for this season for how this team's gonna go, yeah. and, and I mean, there's no vision at Crystal Palace. I no, think, none at all. So. Yeah, that's what I was mentioning. And like, I don't love him as a tactician or a coach. I just think he's kind of a cool looking dude. Like, I don't know. Oh yeah. Like, it's it's not like I like him as a coach. I just like him. I feel like I could. He's my grandpa. I could hang out with him. He's cool. You can hang out with him. But but uh, but Palace in general just. No vision. You have him even closer to relegation than I do. It pains me to say this, but yeah, I think, I think the the bell might toll for them this year, and then they're looking at a championship season. Like I said, I got him in sixteenth. You got him in seventeenth. Let's go up the road, all the way to Liverpool. The the nice side of Liverpool, the, the side of Liverpool of people you like to interact with. They're wholesome. Um, they're the lovable losers. Our buddies uh, at Everton, another squad that, again, buying a bunch of names like they always do. Um, not really sure how it's going to pan out for them, but I do think there is something to say that if James Rodriguez comes back into the fold on a team where he is the alpha dog, where he is the best player, he's told every day he's the best player. You're going to see a rejuvenated and dare I say a dangerous attacking front by the Toffees, by Everton. A uh, couple of notes I had. They're just a team I like to root for. I don't know why that is, but they just so happen to be the rivals of uh, someone who's a close friend and brother to me. So obviously I like to see them beat Liverpool anytime they can. Um, Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison both had 13 goals. I think that continues, especially if James... Uh, goes in there and, and has a decent year. Uh, I want them to get Moises Keane going because I think it'd be really awesome to have this really dynamic Italian attacking kid in the Premier League. Uh, and then, like I said, it would really bolster having a dangerous front for them. Um, but the thing that they definitely need to improve is their their goal differential was minus 12 last year. Uh, and that's just trash. Uh, we got to figure that out. Uh, don't want to jump over the fact that they signed uh, Decor as well from Watford and Allen from Napoli. I have them finishing <laughs> in 11th. <laughs> so wow. for everything that I said, uh, I obviously... Yeah. Go ahead. I was about to say, man, like, is this like your favorite team? I mean, you're they're, so they're finishing much third. Ever, yeah. <laughs> no, I do I... better than you do. <laughs> I, I I always like how they they again it's another FIFA team you go in there you, you find some interesting players with interesting names that you think would never come to Everton you buy them and this is what happened who would ever thought James Rodriguez would get purchased from from Real Madrid uh, go to Everton they have the entire Times Square in New York City with a billboard with his name on it welcoming him to a club that is not even in this country you know that's the fanfare that uh, live or that Everton fans need. Wait, was that real? I thought it was fake. Uh, who knows? Who's to oh, say? Okay. 
Well, okay, to all your points, great. The, the, the thing you have to realize that if you're an Everton fan, um, both, you forgot Alan, too, who I'm actually... I said a, Alan at the end. Did you? Yeah, I said, oh. what up, Alan? Oh, my, Welcome. Okay. Well, if, if you're an Everton fan, you have to be excited that the last two times those players were good, Alan and James Rodriguez was under Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's a great point. That's, that is actually a a expert point. That's a that's that's a great point. I told you. I, I only speak in fact. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Here's the issue, though. You know, I think Richarlison's their best player. I don't think James Rodriguez is better than him, um, especially production-wise, like recently. But I don't. Who's who's gonna play? Who's gonna defend? I mean, Yuri Mina is gonna defend for them. Like he hasn't is he is he though he hasn't or is he just gonna fly in off of uh, corner kicks and head the ball in once every ten times right and then like I said Pickford he's fine he's not good like he's not a, a, a top he's not a top keeper in this league he's not even a top English keeper I mean I, I don't see them I, I see them maybe scoring more goals but I don't see them like defending yeah. anything uh, I can't put anybody ahead of them so I have them in tenth. Uh, and I think they're just a ten. They're just a ten team. They're always going to be nine, ten, eleven Damn. in there. So you had them. You had them in tenth. Yeah. I had them in eleventh. Mm-hmm. You even like them better than I did, and I did all the talking. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I it's still. I, I think it's going to be interesting. I'm excited to watch Everton's first game. I'm excited to watch James Rodriguez. You know, put on the fucking blue. Go go score a couple goals for the Toffees. Um. Go for you know, it. if they wanted to sell, sell tickets, I think this was a great strategy. Uh, but as always, I think it's gonna gonna fall a little flat for him. Uh, West side flat. of London, a little flat, Love just it. a little flat, <laughs> just a little flat. Uh, West side of London, uh, my favorite stadium uh, in the Premier League is back. Uh, I love Craven Cottage, um, Fulham. Finishing fourth in the championship last year, uh, winning the uh, championship playoff in one of the the best games I feel like I watched last year. Um, I feel like at this point they are kind of an ultimate yo-yo team. I remember you know two years ago they spent all of that money uh, to stay up and ended up with maybe the worst defense that the Premier League's ever seen. Yeah. Um, like I said, didn't spend the right way last year. Hopefully they did a little bit better this year. Um, there's always an X factor though with them. Like if if Mitrovic just decides to score as many goals as he did in the championship, which he proved he didn't do that two years ago, they could be in a little bit better standing. Um, but I'm gonna keep this one brief. I I have them finishing in the the basement twenty, finishing twentieth. Um, I also for uh, for Fulham have them finishing twentieth. Um, yeah. This is the thing they need to do though, is they need to do the opposite of what they did uh, two okay. years ago. That's a good they, start. They need good to start. not purchase every single player that's out there that they could buy. Um, well, they've already done that. They haven't purchased anyone, really. I mean, well, Knockhart. They, they got Knockhart, yeah. That's that's about they it. They got Reed. Harrison, yeah, Harrison Reed. Don't know who that is. I'm not going to read off names and pretend, <laughs> pretend I know who the hell they are. I mean, I've literally... Yeah, I didn't say I was an expert. I admitted that. Um, I think... So, Scott Parker... Uh, what he did with them worked. Obviously, they got, yeah. they got promoted. I think what they need to do is just 
essentially what Sheffield United did. They need to just buy into whatever he's he's selling fully and just yep. you know ride whatever that momentum was that they had, ride it into the Premier League and hope that they stay up. Because I, I don't think buying players is going to help them. I don't think you know switching tactics because now it's a new league or whatever. I think they need to defend and I think they need to get Mitrovic a couple of goals you know, get him going and then hope that they can win some games here and there. Yeah, dude, I, I totally agree. I think, like, the the 100% Blades template of Sheffield United last year is how if you get promoted, unless you're Leeds United and you have the money to spend and actually have the resources to make sure that, hey, hopefully these are going to be good investments, I think you do have to go into the, the Premier League and just play exactly how you did in the championship. No one's expecting you to stay up. Yeah, you know? I surely am. No one's, ex- no, yeah, no one's expecting you to stay up. I don't think anyone, obviously no one expected uh, Sheffield United to stay up, and they ended up being probably the easily the best story in the Premier League last year and probably sure. the most exciting team. Um, but, you know, both have Fulham in the basement in 20th. Uh, let's move on to the probably most exciting uh, promoted teams from the championship last year. Won the championship on 93 points. Uh, Leeds United making their triumphant return uh, to the Premier League. Um, Bielsa is going to be fucking awesome to have uh, <laughs> in the that. league as a coach, just just in general. Um, I when we originally did this like run through of this podcast once before to get some practice under our belts, I said I feel like they need to sign people. I think they have. I mean, Rodrigo. I love bringing over Spanish players to the Premier League. I, I think it's a great investment, especially if he fits a tac- they fit a tactic that you're doing. Um, so I love the, the Rodrigo signing. Um, a couple of the other guys, I don't know them too, too well yet. Uh, I think the guy from Freiburg uh, is going to be pretty decent. Uh, and then if you're getting someone from Wolves who had a ton of uh, experience last year playing and, and understanding the Premier League, I, you know, I think that's another good signing. Uh, they didn't really give up too many people of note, obviously. Um, and you know, the key thing that I also wrote here is my boy Jack Harrison back again for a third year on loan from Man City uh, to Leeds. He did play a ton of important minutes for them last year, especially in the run up to winning the league. Um, he's a mainstay there. So, I, I think they're actually in a pretty good position. I have them finishing 14th uh, in the table, which, if you're newly promoted, that's uh, really good. anything you could hope for. Yeah, obviously. Um, what, do you, what do you have to say about Leeds United? So, I'm looking at uh, the transfer market thing, and it says, latest rumor, Julian Draxler to Leeds. That that'd would be, be, that'd be huge. That would be crazy. Um, there was one other. Wasn't there another big name I saw like maybe two days ago going there too? I mean, oh, Bielsa is always going to get that though, right? He's always going to have some rumor, and it's always going to be a rumor until you see them, you know, standing up there with the jersey. Was Julian Raf- Draxler would be sick though. Was it Rafinha? No, oh, that's another one. I don't know who it was. Anyway, um, I hope he gets both. <laughs> I want there to be more. I want there to be more FIFA esque teams in the Premier League. Just like just to make it interesting. Just like just to make it interesting. Like West Brom gets like Marcelo or something. Like yeah, just for dude. Fun. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, let's go. I don't disagree. Um, I have them 16th, uh, which right. I, I think is going to be good for. I think they're going to be 
that I think that's like low. Like I think they could yeah. be fourteenth. I think they could be even thirteenth probably. Uh, yeah. I like the experience getting people with experience. Um, like Costa Rodrigo's twenty nine. I mean he's obviously played a, a shit ton of soccer. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think you pretty much said it all. I think Bielsa is just a good manager too. Like, they're not going to be in a situation where they they're lost for what they're going to do or their tactics. I think he's pretty set in it, and he can get people to buy into that. And I think that's yeah. like a big step uh, in in creating a team that's going to stay up and a team that's going to succeed. So, yeah, and then also if you make a splash in the Premier League, having decent kits, I, I think that's a mainstay too. And I, you know, taking a look at. Leeds uniforms, I think they're pretty sick. That's that's another topic for another pod, but um, that's always a, a good sign is if you got the guys making the uniforms and they know what they're doing, look good, feel good, play good. When you play good, they pay good. Um, yeah. Next uh, next squad, the probably the most annoying, I mean, maybe tied for the most annoying mid-major team in the Premier League um, next to Wolves. Uh, Leicester United or Leicester United, <laughs> Leicester, Leicester City. City. I, I'm reading a Leeds United thing as I was doing this. Um, Leicester City. I personally was pretty disappointed with how that season ended. I think that showed the true colors of what Brendan Rodgers really is. I in my notes I say Brendan Rodgers is a mess, but he's not as big yeah. of a mess as Tottenham is. And that's why I, I will get to this, but I have them finishing ahead of Tottenham. Um, I think that it shows that, like, hey, he's going to win a ton of games off the bat because I think he's a pe- he's a pep-up guy. He gets you riled up. You want to run through a brick wall for him. Uh, and then when the rubber meets the road on tactics, not really there. Um, they should have finished third. There's no excuse for them not finishing third. Uh, I think Europe having to play in Europe is going to hurt them in the league this year as well. Um, and then, you know, I don't like that they lost Chilwell and they haven't really replaced him to any extent. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with them. There's always guys that they have in like their academy or below, um, that tend to play really well. And then they sell them two years, three years afterwards. So, uh, I have Lester finishing seventh, uh, in that last Europa League place if the team wins the FA Cup type deal, but uh, definitely a continued disappointment from the end of last year for Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would ever describe Brendan Rodgers as getting the people like fired up. I think he is like mundane and he like... You've never seen him in the locker room. That's true. I mean, he, I'm just looking at his face, like what his face says. To he me. looks like he cusses up a storm. I bet he, he looks does. like he he rivals any sailor's mouth. He's I, he's a great pep up guy. I don't think that gets me pepped up at all. I mean, I think he's. I, I love think, it. I think he's an average manager. Easily, yeah. He might even be above average, but like in the Premier League, you can't be above average. No, I'm saying like I think he's just average. Like I don't think he's very good. Yeah, I'm not like he could I'm be not above saying it. that you know he deserves more credit. I don't think he does. Um, yeah, I mean, I hate Lester. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I I hate Jamie Vardy. He's too good for no reason t- 
to me. Like he, and he won the Golden Boot last year. He's getting old, and he wins the Golden he's Boot. He's getting old, getting old and he wins though. the Golden Boot. Yeah, exactly. He's getting old, and he wins the Golden Boot. Yeah, um, I got you. I, I think losing Chilwell is a, is a big deal. Um, yeah. And also, just I guess you know to give them a little bit of credit, they were massively injured at the end of the season. So yeah, definitely. You know, I, I think, and I think they had a pretty tough schedule too. I think they had to play all the. You know, United, Chelsea, um, Wolves. I think they had to play those teams and mm-hmm. and some other teams. They probably should have beat for sure, but um, I think a lot of important players were injured for them. So I have them eighth. Uh, I think it's going to be like you said with yes, Europe. I think it's going to be a tough season, and I don't think they're going to do much in the transfer market. So yeah i don't i don't see them picking too many people up um you know we're kind of neck and neck with seventh and eighth there uh i do think brendan Rodgers will stay the whole season and then be gone at the end of the year as well so yeah um, i can see that that's that that's something that we have to to look forward to as well um go back to uh scott the scottish football league baby yeah absolutely he was win a couple couple chips there right skipping over Liverpool skipping over Man City. Let's go right into Manchester United. Um, I think, and I think you actually kind of disagree with me on this point. Uh, I'll let you talk for yourself. But I think they have maybe second, third, if not some of the best talent in the league now, especially with Bruno Fernandes. Uh, I love the the Vanderbeek, uh, Vanderbeek signing um i think this is the case where how we were just talking about brendan Rodgers being average i think ole is below average and i think that they Mm -hmm. finish where they finish despite him um like if it also if someone could just figure out paul pogba and if they had bruno and pogba in that midfield i think they would be so dangerous i still hate playing them as a city fan obviously because of the rivalry but still like they just win weird games against us. It's it's annoying, and they do have that talent. I definitely think they need to get a little deeper. I don't like the guys coming off the bench for them, um, but I I think Ole is their biggest issue. I think if they solve that Ole issue early, I, they're in a better shape. I think Pochettino's waiting in the wings. I feel like if they offer him a job, he's got to take it. Um, but despite all of that, I think they're really battling Chelsea for that three spot. I have them in three because I think Ole will be out and they'll get someone in there who knows what they're doing. Okay. Um, I think they have, if you look up top, they have Martial, who had a great year last year. Yep. Um, Rashford, who's really good, really young. Greenwood, who's even younger. Probably not as potential as Rashford, but he's still very good. Um, okay, then you have... Fernandez, who was incredible since coming there. Yep. Uh, he even got Pogba playing a little bit better when he did play. My only thing is, and I like Van de Beek too, because I like Ajax players. I think they just they play really well, and they're you know very t- like tactically good. Um, yeah. I, okay, so then you look at their defense, though. Is Harry Maguire really that good? ton of well, money. Is Harry Maguire going to – is he going to play? Well, I don't know. I, I hope he goes to jail. That'd be so funny. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he never um, never was jail on anyone, but... No, yeah, I, know. I got you. Uh, I think Basaka's very good. 
Um, yeah. Okay, but then, you know, who who else is defending? For, like, who, you know... Who yeah, is, no, uh, I... I I 100% agree with you. Like, it, we're, we say this a lot because I think it's an American thing where it's like, who's your alpha? Uh, I don't know in that back four who the alpha is. It, they thought it was going to be Harry Maguire. I'm not afraid of Harry Maguire. I'm more afraid when Basaka rips someone on the sidelines and then has an entire sideline to burst up to and play balls that way on but them. But he's not, he's not um, a good attacking fullback. No. No, not at all. But he can at least start something better than I, like Harry Maguire can. Like, I... I don't find Harry Maguire to be an alpha. Like, you don't have that many center back alphas anyway, as it is. Like, Liverpool has the alpha of the alphas, too. Um, Man City, that was their biggest issue, is consistency in that back four and not having a guy like company to calm everyone down, tell people exactly where they needed to be and be the leader. Uh, I don't think he's that guy. And I think you're absolutely right. I think the back four is trash. And if the back four is trash, they're going to slip from three... Well, they could slip all the way to six, man. I it, don't know. Because, dude, De Gea's not De Gea anymore. No, he's not. No, but they, they got Dean Henderson. I, I think they should play I Dean think, Henderson. Yeah, I think Dean Henderson's really good. Really good. He's the best non-Brazilian goalkeeper in the Premier League. Yes. I agree. Him and Nick he's the best. He's the best keeper in the Premier League if you don't count the Brazilians. I think that's what I meant to say. I do. What about Kepa, man? Come on. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I think they should play Dean Henderson as well. Um, do you think Ole survives? No, I think he's uh, I think he's out probably like halfway through. You're gonna give him I, half? I don't think. I mean, I don't think they're gonna be like terrible. I don't think they're gonna be like a ninth halfway yeah. through, and then it's, they they can him. I think it's gonna it's, be just not what they expected it to be. I think it sucks for them because I think their best case scenario actually is like being. 0 oh, and three, like dropping the first three games, they got to get rid of them then, and then they have, you know, like what is it, 35 games left to finish third. That's best case scenario for them. Yeah. I think all they sucks. I think he sucks. Yeah, I don't I think, think he, I don't think he's really a good manager. I mean, no, complete complete bias. I don't think he's very good. And we're being nice. We're saying a lot of nice things about uh, Man United here. We're also saying some things that just like need to be said. Um, down down the line, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, jumping in to one of your second favorite clubs, I a love Man this club. City Man City Bogey Club, and my prediction reflects the fact that I think at some point, hopefully before the winter transfer window happens, they're going to have a financial takeover. I think it actually is going to happen. It has to. I think some oil money is going to go into uh, Newcastle. um, And I think it's going to be really, really exciting to be a fan of theirs. Like I said, I hate going there to play. I hate playing against uh, Newcastle, especially away. Um, Callum Wilson, that signing looks decent, you know. I, I think if you got to take anyone from Bournemouth, that's probably the guy you're taking. Uh, obviously, don't lose too too many people, uh, and then uh, Frazier as well. So they they picked off two two Bournemouth guys that I think are are pretty decent and are at least going to give them depth and help them out in the the shortened season. I mean, it's the same amount of games, but it's just like condensed. Um, that's going to be really key for a lot of these mid teams. 
I know I'm a little bit more bullish on them than you are, like I said, because of that takeover that I think is going to happen. So I had them finishing 10th. Um, I can assure you I do not have them finishing 10th. Okay. I have them finishing 13th. Which Just where they were last year. Yeah, which isn't that, I guess, that big of a difference. But, no. um... I mean, yeah. before I had them eighth. I had them eighth before, I won't <laughs> lie to you. And I, I literally, as we were talking about Man United during this, I just made it in the moment audible, and I was like, what was I thinking? Let's go tenth. Yeah, I mean, eight is... The only reason that's... I didn't go eleventh is because we already did Everton and Burnley, so I couldn't go further than tenth. So There you go. Um, but, uh, but tenth. Go ahead. I think, I think Steve Bruce is like a not non-factor. I don't think he hurts you. I don't think he helps you. I think they're just going to kind of do what they want to do. Um, yeah. The biggest thing for me is, you know, you, you mentioned, uh, who did they sign? You just said. Oh, um, Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson. They got, they got Callum Wilson. Yeah. I like Jamal Lewis from Norwich. I think he was one of the better players on that team. Um, and Almiron, he has to perform. He has to do really well. And you have to, at some point, you have to justify spending all the money on Joe Linton. He has mm-hmm. to. He has to do something. He has to score a goal. I mean, honestly. So I got. A, I got a really important question for you. Got it. Is it Joe Linton? Because I literally just listened to something an hour ago, and the guy said like Joe Linton. Well, he's Brazilian, Joe Linton. isn't he? I know, but like, is Joe Linton or it, Joe Linton? It's like nobody. Nobody at Liverpool calls Roberto Firmino Roberto. They call him Bobby. It's like the the English, the English uh, Joel. Lin- He's like Joel Inton, Joel Linton. All right. Well, I mean, I, I have no idea. More, I didn't get any more clarity on that than I was looking for. So, uh, <laughs> great. Um, so yeah, Newcastle. I have them tenth. You have them thirteenth. Same place they were last year. Our actual. All right. It's not our actual second favorite teams because we already mentioned it's Crystal Palace and and Newcastle for you, but. Last year, just our favorite team to make jokes about, watch on the side, and root for. We are, if not 100% Blades, maybe 95%, maybe a little bit more. Sheffield United um, signed up Ramsdale. Uh, Biggest thing they're going to have to do is figure out how to plug the hole that was Dean Henderson um, at goalie. Um, I really want, want... yeah, I really want them to be able to do that. I want them to stay up. Uh, the Ampadu signing out of Chelsea, too, I think is a great depth and just player signing that they, they need to have more Premier League players. Um, to. I, I don't think they're going to do the same thing they did last year. I think finishing 10th is a little out of... Wouldn't be able... Isn't something they'd be able to do. Sorry for kind of talking around that. Uh, and I don't think that should be expectations. I think being a solid mid-table club needs to be that expectations. I think one of the biggest things I'm concerned about, if I were them, is they ended the year not that great. I'm wondering if teams have figured out their attacking tactic of just attack, 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 attack. Um, I love Chris Wilder. I, I hope I hope that they stay up, and I hope that they have success. I have them in 13th, which... I just was pretty morbid and made it sound like they might be going down, but I have them in 13th, which is a comfortable position um, right in front of Leeds in my table. Um, what about you? How do you, how do you have our, our, our Blade brothers? 
So I think it's important that they do not rock the boat of that that team chemistry that they have currently. Uh, I think they are every single, all 11 players and and the players on the bench and everybody, they are, they have bought into Chris Wilder and Mm -hmm. his tactics and and whatnot. I have them 11th. Um, I think... I think he's smart. I think he's going to. He's not going to bring people in that that don't fit the system. I don't think he's going to try to change stuff. Like you said, Impadu, I think is a good signing. Um, I don't think they're going to be as good defensively, just because I think you know people do figure them out. Um, yeah. But I think they're going to you know a year under their belt in the Premier League. I think they're a confident team. I never thought that they played anybody. And we're just like, all right, we're going to sit back, like we're going to try to get a draw. I think they played. Yeah. And they also never played anyone and were just, like, totally overpowered that I can remember. I'm sure there was right. a game that I'm not thinking of, but anytime I watch them, they're in it. They want to win. They're competitive as all hell. Um, and then also kind of a last note on them. Signing one of the key FIFA Road to Glory players that I can ever remember, Ollie Burke. Love getting him on my squad. Always really cheap. Always really fast always scoring goals for a you know league one league two side team that i have um love it just i might buy that jersey i might buy an ollie burke sheffield united <laughs> an ollie burke sheffield united jersey i'll be the only person oh in the God. united states with it um but yeah i had them 13th you had them 11 11 so hopefully hopefully we get another year of being uh big blade guys um, wait, wait, next wait, team. It's worth mentioning. Where yeah. did we have them last year? I had twentieth. Dead ass <laughs> so last. <did> I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, so, we were we were blade guys halfway through. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we bought we bought the blades uh, when they're on the uptick. Definitely. Yeah. Actually, I think we bought the blades when they were like in the top ten. So we probably got it at a terrible <laughs> price. But uh, we were, we were <laughs> nonetheless, lo- love watching it. Love watching them. Um, now to the minor league squad for your Liverpool uh, team, um, Southampton FC. Uh, always love taking a look at the roster and figuring out who's going to be wearing a Liverbird on their shirt in one, two, three years' time. Um, interesting signings. Kyle Walker-Peters, um, this guy from Real Valladolid. I'm not going to pretend like I know much about him who he is um yeah kyle walker peters though kind of the the biggest one that i can see uh losing hoiberg uh you know it's it's interesting to see what's going to happen here but where did you have southampton first and foremost okay so yes they are our farm team but definitely you have to you have to appreciate us giving back in the form of danny ings who was oh my God. probably their best player last year? Um, yeah. I have Southampton. <laughs> I have Southampton in ninth. Um, oh, I, re- I really like Hassan uh, Hoodle. Uh, oh, he's saying. And the, I I had this thought today when you know I was looking over the stuff. Danny, who does Danny Ings remind you of? That's a very good striker. That plays in the Premier League. He's English. He's he's kind of getting a little older now. He's English in the Premier League, and he's a striker. He reminds me so much of Harry Kane. 
I mean, I wanted to say that, but I don't think Harry Kane's that old, is he? I don't know, actually. I thought he was like... <laughs> I thought he was like high 20s at least, right? He's getting older. Where do, yeah, okay. He's a, he's a year older from last year, for sure. Yeah, he's a poor man Harry Kane. Is that what you're trying to say? I, that's, I mean, but that's not a bad thing to be in certain cases. I mean... I think he... No. I think he... But I don't think he's a poor man Harry Kane. I think he's a really poor man Harry Kane. I don't think he's a really poor man Harry Kane. I do. Yeah. How many goals okay. did he have last year? Like 23, 22? Yeah. Playing for Southampton, who lost to Leicester 9 to nothing at one point? I mean... Southampton. I, I'm high on I'm high on Southampton, dude. And I like their jerseys. All right. Uh, I, think, I think that... You're just totally ridiculous. I think that I, I love Hassan Hoodle as well, um, but you know, I it is what it is. I have him in ninth too. I have nothing else to say. We're in agreement. Um, I think so, it's so crazy think how we could be so different and also both put them at ninth. They're they're super they're super consistent though. Like to be totally honest, they are super super consistent. You know what you're gonna get with them. Um, not not really a team, as we've said many times in this already, that I hate going to and hate playing so much. Um, but then they do come up and sneak in and you, and you draw with them, uh, which is annoying. But, Very. yeah, both both had them ninth. Um, probably best, uh, best, like, academy or best, like, system to signing younger guys that end up going to bigger clubs for sure uh, in the Premier League. Uh, if not the best, one of the best for sure. Um, let's jump straight in to the absolute absolute abomination in your, in London that is Tottenham Hotspur. Um, I think this is a, jo- a joke at this point. Uh, I hate Mourinho. Um, I think he's like a cancer. They're they're still playing in Europe, which I think is going to hurt them even more. I don't think that they're very deep at all. Uh, I think that at some point Harry Kane's going to want because you are say just said he's waning in years, but I think that he uh, he's going to want to go to a bigger club that's going to be playing in the Champions League, like quarter semis finals, more often than Tottenham is, which is so funny to say because they were just there what two years ago. Um, but for all of the signings I thought that were good last year, none of them really panned out that much. I still like Giovanni Lo Celso. Uh, they signed Doherty. Uh, Hoiberg is going there as well. Um, only really gave up Kyle Walker-Peters. But I, I just think, you know, I, I, I just don't like Mourinho. And I, I think that affects this team so much. With all that said, I have them finishing eighth. Which is um, bad for them. Yeah, that is bad for them. Um, I mean, like you said, they made signings last year that I, I haven't seen do anything. Like La Celso, yeah. I've barely seen him play. Um, and Dombele, I've barely seen him play. Uh, yeah. Have you seen the, the Amazon thing on them? Just the first episode. So, but I heard it's incredible. So you have to get to the Danny Rose when Danny Rose asks him why he isn't playing. It's pretty funny. Um, I won't spoil you've it. Gotten, you've gotten through it. You're I've, not a I've, big... No, I've, I've just seen the clip. Of him asking why he isn't playing, and it's well. I saw outrageous. the clip of I saw the clip of him saying that his dog died and he's fucked, which I can't wait to get to because how he says that is kind of funny. I love dogs; I would never want anyone's dog to die. But yeah, no, those those uh, docs are incredible. Um, the Sunderland one's the best one. 
Easily yeah. the best one. You, I don't, you gotta watch that if you have a chance. I don't have anything written for Spurs. I don't... I mean, I have them yeah. in 7th. Um, I just don't think they're gonna be... I think they're gonna be very average, and I think he's... He is any more a average coach. Manager, yeah. He, Whatever. He is... Yeah, same thing. But he... He brings his name with him um, so that you sell a little bit more tickets, which I think is just what Tottenham's aim is now. Let's let's build this billion-dollar right. stadium so that so that we can have an NFL game every year and then sign some people that will sell enough tickets for us to, uh, to, to make some money back, and that's all it is. They're not going to be signing anyone that great moving forward either because I think they're still going to be in debt from the stadium. But... Uh, um, yeah, I, I didn't have much to say about him either. I just I just hate Mourinho. Yep, um, agreed. Last team that was promoted, newly promoted from last year, a team that, much like Brighton, um, I just can't ever pin down onto where they're going to finish. West Brom uh, coming back into the Premier League. Good to have him back, but I think it's going to be a quick exit for them. I have them 19th. I love Slavin Bilic. I don't think that he's going to have enough firepower offensively to stay up. Um, I'm excited to see Charlie Austin play as well. I think that if he does really well, that there could be somewhat of a midseason move for him or end-of-this-year move. Um, Two signings, I'm not going to lie, I don't know too much about. I'm never excited to get anyone from West Ham because next to Tottenham, they're probably the biggest abortion in this entire league. Um... But, you know, I, I have him 19th. I don't have too much. I'm excited for Billich. I'm excited for Charlie Austin. I also have them 19th. Um, I don't know either of these guys, the West Ham guy or the Sporting guy. Um, but if you're West Brom and you spend $24 million, you know, you pr- probably should get see some results. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I don't know if they will or not. Slavin Billich looks, like, looks pretty cool. Um, dude, I hate West Brom. Like, I, I actually... Hope I wish they would just go down now and we just play with yeah. nineteen teams. Because yeah. Why is that? I, I just they're they're just so nothing. They the yeah. last the last memory I have of them is they beat Liverpool in a cup competition when I was at work and I was like noticeably angry the whole yeah. rest of the day. And from that point yeah. on, it was just pretty much I hated West Brom. So yeah. I have nothing good to say. Yeah, it's it's one of those teams that I'm probably not going to notice until they beat my own team during the season, and then I'm maybe pissed. And, yeah, I mean, know, you know, just... like ten ten weeks in, I could look and they could be, like, f- you know, fourth four three and three, and I would be like, oh, I didn't yeah. like I have no idea that they were doing good, or they could be zero oh, oh, and ten, and I would be like, oh, yep, nailed it, pretty much. They could be four three and three too, and I could be like, yeah, I mean, sure. Great. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything about it, so whatever. Um, skipping skipping on ahead uh, to, like I mentioned before, probably the, the, the most dangerous, if not tied with uh, Leicester as being the most dangerous like mid-major team. Uh, Wolves, w- the Wolverhampton Wanderers, um, start this year off just like they start off every year they've been in the Premier League. Let's sign a Portuguese talent from... That league from Porto, um, $44 million for that is uh, Silva. That is a shit ton of money. A, a ton, a ton of money. Um, and they're also selling some people. Uh, they sold Costa 
and and Doherty to uh, Spurs and Leeds. Um, so it's it's not like they're spending a ton of money and then they're going to have, you know, financial fair play knocking at their door. I think they're super exciting. I think they're super super scary. I don't want to play them more often than I need to. I think Nuno's. If I had to sit here and think about it, Nuno's probably a top three, top four coach in the Premier League. They also aren't going to be in Europe this year, which they can just focus on the league, which I think is a huge advantage to them. Um, I got them in fifth, man. I got, I got them knocking at the door, too. And if, if Man United and Chelsea slide and they finish third, I'm not surprised at all. Just yeah, not. I have them in sixth. All the stuff you said, uh, they had a really good defense last year. They lost Doherty. They got Marcal from Lyon, who is he's mm-hmm. solid. He's like a you know good player. I don't think he's going to give you a ton, but and like you said, Nuno is he's just a great manager. Um, that being said, I haven't been six, but again, I think that is I think that's like a lock. I think they are going to be six, and they're going to be the in teams, Europe again next. The teams I have above them are so Man Man United, Chelsea. I think those yeah. three teams especially have more potential to fall than Wolves do. Than they yeah, than Wolves do. Yeah. I, I think if they if they had to if they're doing another season in Europe, one of their biggest issues was they needed to get deeper. Um, which I don't know if they really did with these signings. I know they gave up some guys, but you could tell when they were playing Sevilla in the Europa League they were just dead. Um, depth is going to be like a key for every team though this year. Like I said, the, the season is condensed. There's more games and shorter windows. Um, but with not having Europe, I think that that ownership group is super focused on getting back there because they did have a good run. They, they were dangerous in Europe and they want to get back there because they want the team to be playing Champions League football at some point. Right. Um, they're going to keep investing. Uh, I think if, if they sign a few more guys and get that depth, my prediction, like I said, fifth is maybe a basement, and I think they could be all the way up to third, like I said, if, if United, if Chelsea, if Arsenal, if Leicester falter again. Um, easily going to be able to see them there. So we've run through everyone, but but City and Liverpool. You skipped somebody. Um, what did I skip? You skipped probably the most forgettable team. Another London team. Probably because there's two Wests. Oh, Jesus. I did skip right over them. Uh, and I just mentioned them, like, right before two as, like... You don't want being, anybody from there. <laughs> just being awful. Like, if there's a situation that's worse than having Mourinho and Tottenham, it's got to be West Ham, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's not a good situation. Um, not bringing anyone in either. Right now, not really losing anyone, but you know what they had wasn't that great. Who's uh, their the fans, best player? That's a great question. I think it's Antonio. I have no but idea. That's not good. No. I I, if top of my head, gun gun to my head, you told me who their best player was. Ah, I it's have so no hard. idea. I have no clue who their best player is. Their, their latest rumor for a signing is James Tarkowski. That's, That's cool. awesome. I mean, um, yeah. I yeah, mean, dude, gun, gun to head. Got no idea who the best player is. No idea. The fans are pissed. The fans have been pissed. Been pissed. It's not fun. I, I wish they were actually good. I like when the London teams are good, to be honest with you. 
I like I like when those teams are, are finishing mid table and doing decent. Um, you know, I have them in 18th. I think they're going down. I think it's over. Uh, I, the rubber's going to meet the road here. I have them in 15th, and like I like I you're said, regret, I think you're regretting that. Like I said with Crystal Palace, I have no justification for why they're going to finish ahead of Brighton. I have no justification yeah. for why West Ham is finishing above Leeds. Crystal Palace. Welcome to NAFTA, the official anti-Brighton podcast. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> I, dude, I don't know. I mean, I literally have written down here, Antonio, is he their best player? I mean, I have no idea. Yeah. I think they're just... And I don't like Hodge... Or, not Hodgson. I don't like David Moyes. Moyes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think they're just... They're, they're, they're very disappointing when they should be better than they are. We're not even we're not even West Ham fans and we're mad, like we're disappointed in them. So that tells you something. <laughs> we're like so, we're like parents. Uh, and and I totally skipped over them, like you just said. So, yeah. you know, that that just shows where they're at with with this this crew and this group and, and what we're thinking of them. I had them 18th. You had them 15th. I think you're gonna regret that because I think it's gonna be a bad year uh, yeah. for West Ham. So back to what I was just gonna say. The only two left we have Liverpool. City, uh, I know that we're gonna have them probably flip flopped. Uh, what's your reason why Man City finishes first? I don't think they finish first. P- you know, play play a scenario here. H- humor you? Why I think your team's gonna beat my team? I was gonna do the same thing for you. Okay. Well, you have Kevin De Bruyne, who's really good. Um, yeah. If you finish that's, first, that's understatement of the year. If you yeah, if you finish first, it's gonna be because, and I love this player, and I'm really sad that he went to your team, but if Nathan Ake is the truth and he is an excellent center back for you, and him and Laporte, yeah. you know, team up and they're great, uh, and Phil Foden plays consistently. Yeah. Oh, uh, he's think, been. I think you guys could finish first. Yes. Yeah, I think it's mainly based on if Ake is is what you know you guys paid him to be, which he could be. Did you happen? Did you happen to watch any uh, Nations League this past weekend? Uh, I watched a little bit. Did you watch the Spain game? No. I am actually pretty excited about this Ferran Torres signing because really? he he owned a sideline. He was. A nuisance. He was passing, shooting. He was dangerous, and he also is strong enough, strong enough to venture into the middle of the box, win a ball that is kicked around, and not sky it twenty feet above the goalposts like my good friend Raheem Sterling. I also want Ake to be the truth because I I love Ake. I'm excited about Ferran Torres. And I'm also excited because I think Koulibaly is is coming. And if Koulibaly comes there and him and Laporte can figure it out, I think we're looking pretty good. So then no we're Nathan Ake. Good. Ake just shows up as a, as a sub. Well, I mean, Ake's going to be playing more than Adamendi. I mean, we, we need depth. We need consistency. The, the craziest thing is you're gonna, we're going to sit here and we're going to be like, yep, what's the biggest weakness for Man City? defense right mm-hmm. led the league in clean sheets yeah 
like it's it's not necessarily defense it's consistency with defense and it's when you give up one goal you don't give up two and you don't give up three right but it's also the fact that you you possess the ball offensively most of the game yeah but like defense what is the main goal of defense not giving up goals we did not give up a goal the most out of any team okay that's fine i i agree with you yeah so i i think if koulibaly shows up we're in a really good position i'm excited about torres i want ake to play well as well because you need the depth like i said condensed season um i have them finishing first the reasons that i could see that not happening and liverpool finishes first is if they can pick up the form that they had pre-January of last year. Because kind of from January on, they were a little inconsistent. I think you can agree with that. Before yeah. January, from the beginning of, what, two seasons ago to, to January uh, of this year, no team was better in the world, I don't think. Um, they don't necessarily need to sign anyone, I don't think. But... If they would have gotten Havertz, or if they would have gotten Timo Werner, I think they'd be even more dangerous. Um, I do think, this is so crazy to say, I think that if they had just like a very consistent striker, like a very, and, and not consistent in the sense that yeah, Mosal is going to score, Mane is going to score. And Firmino, as I've always said to you, I think Firmino is the most important player on that team. And when he's doing really well, you guys are close to being unbeatable. But if they just had, like, a, like, a, it's so crazy to say because I don't think they're going to get him, but, like, a Holland-type player that is at the top, gets the ball, and he is just going to either find the open streaker in Mane and Salah or just pipe it into the top bins, like, you guys are impossible to beat at that point. Yeah, I mean, if, if yeah. we just got Erlen Holland, that'd be pretty un- unreal. Um, <laughs> All right, that was the FIFA in me. But I'm, but but that esque player doesn't have to be that good. But that esque player, I think that that's something that would be nice for you guys to have. Dude, he he. That's actually not as unreasonable as you think, because like Dortmund, they do sell their players, and he does like Liverpool. He's yeah. like said that no, I, he likes Klopp. Yeah, I know. I'm saying like like we said earlier, you fire. It FIFA 21 for the oh, first yeah. time. You've taken over Liverpool. What's your first order of business? You know, not re-signing people to long contra- contracts. It's Erlen Hall. Yeah. Um, I, I think that you don't really need much. I even wrote down that one of the only ways that Man City wins if teams stay the way they are right now is you guys have some kind of weird inner team turmoil going back to, like, Mane and Salah, and then, you know, they get in a fight, and then they both get suspended or some shit. That'd be my best bet. Um, but we all know that's not going to happen because Klopp has that locker room locked down pretty well. Well, um, we what we need to do is we can't have like stupid. For instance, right, Allison. Okay, he gets hurt, which is you know that happens. You get hurt. We can't have people get hurt, obviously. But like, you get red cards, you get yellow cards, you get you have to miss games. I mean, that's what happened with the the Champions League game that we lost. I mean. You have yeah. to have the people who are, who are going to play be there consistently every single time. I would really like to get Tiago. We could still get him. I don't think it's going to happen just because it says we – they say we don't have any money, which I find incredible. But, 
you know, I don't know. I guess we spent a lot of it uh, uh, a year ago. Um, but I think if we are healthy, and I think if our midfield, you know, we are six, like, basically the same midfielders all kind of keep doing what, what they do, and our front three is consistent again, I think it's going to be very hard to beat us again. Yeah. No, I, I, I understand where you're coming from. Um, but I just, I think how they're coached and how well they get along and how well they play and just that sixth sense of knowing where everyone is on the field at the same time, uh, it's going to be tough to dethrone them. Um, I think Man City buying their way out of it could be one of the only hopes, but, uh, I'm just hoping that Pep has the team focused and motivated to, to win again, um, and dethrone them. But, you know, Liverpool's. Liverpool's still so good. Um, all right, I'll run through my list for a final, and then you can go ahead and do yours. I got City first, Liverpool second, United third, Chelsea fourth, Wolves fifth, Arsenal sixth, Leicester seventh, New nope, Tottenham eighth, <laughs> Southampton ninth, Newcastle tenth, uh, Everton eleventh, Burnley twelfth, Sheffield thirteenth. Leeds, 14th, Aston Villa, 15th, Palace, 16th, Brighton, 17th, West Ham, 18th, West Brom, 19th, and Fulham rounding out the table. And I have, uh, going up, Fulham, 20, Brighton, or Fulham, 20, West Brom, 19, Brighton, 18th, uh, Crystal Palace, 17, Leeds, 16, West Ham, 15, uh, Villa, 14th, uh, Newcastle, 13. 12 Burnley, 11 Sheffield, 10 Everton, 9 Southampton, 8 Leicester, 7 Spurs, 6 Wolves, 5 Arsenal, and then my top 4, United 4th, Chelsea 3rd, City 2nd, and Liverpool 1st. So we'll see in how many months' time whose predictions were correct. 9 months. Yeah. Uh, See who had it more on the nose. Um excited for the season it's in three days can't wait to uh, get some recaps on here with some follow-up pods that we're doing thanks so much for listening if you are listening i'm assuming some people might be uh and look forward to coming back to you soon thanks